Alhamdulillah Hamdan kathiran tayyiban mubarakan fih Kama yuhibbu rabbuna wa yarutah Ashadu an la ilaha illallah Wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh Al-Nasih al-Amin Allahumma salli ala nabiyyina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Wa man tamasaka bisunnatihi ila yawmiddin Thumma amma ba'd Alhamdulillah We continue going over the tremendous nasiha the tremendous advice from the Fudhuyul to Shaykh Al-Allama Shaykh Saleh Al-Fawzan Habibullahu Ta'ala The The Shaykh Habibullahu Ta'ala We left off with him explaining how both the men and the women they have been commanded to preserve and to guard their private parts and they have been commanded to lower their gaze as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says min and the men they are to lower their gaze وقال جل وعلا ويغضن من أبصارهن and the women they are to lower their gaze وقال سبحانه وتعالى ويحفظوا فروجهم and the men they are to guard and to protect their private parts وقال جل وعلا وَيَحْفَظْنَ فُرُوجَهُنْ And the women, they are to safeguard and protect their private parts. فَقَالَ الْعَلَّامَةِ شَيْخْ صَالِحِ الْفَوْزَانِ حَذُهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى يَحْفَظُ الرَّجُلِ فَرُجَهُ وَتَحْفَظُ الْمَرْأَةِ فَرُجَهَا so thus a man is to protect his private parts. And likewise a woman, she is to protect her private parts. Min al-haram. They are to protect their private parts from the haram. They are to protect their private parts from the haram. The Shaykh says, فَلَا تَتَسَبَّبُوا وَلَا يَتَسَبَّبُوا الرَّجُلْ فِي الْوُقُوعِ فِي الْفَاحِشَةِ So therefore, neither the woman nor the man should allow their private parts to be caused to fall into immorality. So neither he nor she should do that which will cause them to fall into the فَاحِشَةً So neither of them 
should allow and give cause for the infringement upon this command of protecting the private parts so that they do not fall into al-fahisha al-fahisha here what is meant by it as it is translated as immorality is immorality and it fits but what is intended by it is something more specific which an individual may not necessarily understand from immorality meaning so that they do not fall into illegal sexual acts so that they do not fornicate nor commit adultery fornication is the illegal sexual act of an individual who has never been married this is fornication whereas adultery this is the illegal sexual act by a person who is currently married or who has been married now it's very important that we understand this distinction that the adultery it is not like what is understood in the English language meaning that the word adultery generally is utilized for individuals who have extramarital affairs individuals who are currently married and then they commit illegal sexual acts with people who are not their spouse now this is what is called adultery uh, in the English language but in, but in the Sharia the definition for adultery is broader than this it is not only applicable to the one who is currently married but it is applicable to anyone who has ever been married with an authentic legitimate marriage um, contract now so the person was ever married and although they may not currently be married they commit illegal sexual acts this is adultery this is adultery now wait the shaykh ta'ala he says that the way in which the the men and the women they could achieve the covering and preserving of their private parts and they could achieve uh, excuse me they, that they could achieve staying away from falling into the haram that they could achieve staying away from falling into al-fahisha then that will be as the shaykh he mentions wadhalika al-kafi then that will be to cover the private parts completely with a covering that will prevent the private parts from being seen that will prevent the private parts from being seen and being looked at and this is one of the objectives of clothing and that is to adequately cover the private parts so that they cannot be seen and it is forbidden it is haram to expose the private parts the exposing of the private parts so that they could be seen and this is haram why? because the exposing of the private parts 
so that they could be seen. This is that which will lead to al-fahisha. This is that which will lead to fornication and adultery. This is that which will lead to immorality and illegal sexual acts. This is that which will lead to homosexuality by the exposing of the private parts. So it is a must that the private parts, they be covered, adequately covered. So this, it is impermissible, it is forbidden to expose the private parts. The Shaykh Ta'ala, he says, لِأَنَّ كَشْفُ الْعَوْرَاتِ مِنَ الرِّجَالِ Because the, the exposing of the private parts from the men. And I want to stress this, because a lot of times when we speak about this issue, the, the focus, it gets drawn on the women. The focus, it gets drawn on the women. Naam. Uh, and this is forgetting that the men also, they are called to cover themselves properly. So it is not permissible for a woman to expose her private parts. Naam, this is true. But likewise, it is not permissible for a man to expose his private parts. That man, he must also cover correctly. Naam, so that covering, it must be that which is uh, wide enough so as to not to describe that which is under it. It must be thick enough so that the color of the skin cannot be seen and thus a silhouette of that which is under it. Naam. It must be adequate and sufficient upon his body so that his private parts are covered. So skinny jeans, naam. no. Spandex, no. The likes of these things that the, uh, the corrupt and evil men, they adorn themselves with, this is not permissible. Clothes that look like they have been painted on, no, it's not permissible. Naam. The clothing that is a fishnet or a net type of shirts that some of the men they wear, and then you can clearly see uh, the outer area, la, this is not permissible. It is not permissible for men to walk around like that. It is important that this is stressed. It is important that this is stressed. Well, likewise, men and nisa and the women, they are not to wear clothes that expose their private parts. Naam. Because this is fitna. This is a fitna. Naam. This is a tremendous trial. And this is that which will bring a person into falling into evil. This is that which will bring a person and lead a person and incite huh, falling into evil. So the exposing of the private parts, and no doubt this is a temptation and an incitement, and that which will lead to evil. Wallah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, خَلَقَ هَذَا النِّبَاسِ لِلْرِجَالِ وَلِلْنِسَاءِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He created this clothes for the men, and for the women, Allah Azza wa Jal has created this clothes for the men and for the women, and it is a ni'ma minhu, Azza wa Jal, and it is a bounty, it is a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The clothes that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created for the human beings is a blessing. This blessing may be appreciated more by those individuals who live in climates, 
that are very cold, with the clothing, it is a comfort, and it helps them to deal with the, the elements, as they say. Or for those who live in very rainy areas, na'am, in certain seasons, and thus they have clothing that helps them to deal with the rain, the heavy rains that come down. Clothing, bila shak wa bila is a ni'mah, is a bounty from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, Ya bani Adam, qad anzalna alaykum libasa, O children of Adam, we have sent down to you clothing. Yuwari sawatikum, so that by way of it your private parts will be covered. Warisha, and as an adornment. So that your private parts, yani sawatikum ay awratikum. So atikum, what is meant by so atikum? It means awratikum, meaning your private parts, the private parts of Bani Adam, the human beings. Naam. Warisha. And risha, yani zina, wa jimal. It means an adornment and a beautification. An adornment and a beautification. This is the meaning of risha. In this ayah, it can be found in Surah Al-A'raf and is verse 26. In Surah Al-A'raf and is verse 26. And inshallah ta'ala, this portion of the ayah is homework. This portion of the ayah is homework and that which is after it, uh, then this will be homework. Well, you. Ala kulli hal. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has sent down unto us this clothing. And this clothing, it is a ni'mah. It is a bounty from Allah jalla wa'ala. So it is incumbent upon us that we safeguard and have appreciation for this ni'mah from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in that we are not those who show ungratefulness for the bounty of this clothing in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he has sent down. So therefore we are to utilize it in a correct manner, we are to utilize it appropriately, and we are to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as relates to our clothing. As relates to our clothing. The Shaykh Allah ta'ala, he says, فَاللِّبَاسِ So thus clothing, خَلَقَهُ عَظِيمَتَيْنِ So therefore the clothing... Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He created it for two tremendous wisdoms. Ma'am, for two tremendous wisdoms. And I want all of us to understand this and to write this down. The first wisdom, the, the first tremendous wisdom and benefit from the clothing, that it is for what? 
ستر عورات ستر العورات it is to cover the private parts to cover the private parts this is the first this is the first benefit of clothing and wisdom of clothing نعم just from this standpoint we see the infringement upon those who wear clothing that does not fulfill and, and achieve this objective نعم is that they're not utilizing it properly because it's not fulfilling its intended objective which is the covering of the private parts the second wisdom the second wisdom that which you have in clothing from beauty from adornments from beautification beautification adornments decoration, decorative, so on and so forth this is another benefit that we get from clothing. Another benefit that we get from clothing. Naam. Thus Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, وَالْرِيشَا And as an adornment. And as an adornment. Naam. ثُمَّ أَرْشَدَ إِلَى اللِّبَاسِ أَوْ نَبَّهَ عَلَى لباس أعظم من اللباس الذي يلبس على البدن and then أو يلبس نعم يلبس على البدن and then Allah سبحانه وتعالى He pointed us to and this is very important this is very important يا يا إخوة وأخوات very important نعم is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after pointing us to the physical clothing that we wear those those garments that we adorn and we 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 we, uh, we dress our bodies with he pointed us to and he draw our attention to clothing or yani the greatest of the clothing and a clothing that is greater than that physical clothes that is 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 used and people they clothe themselves with naam وَهُوَ And what is it? هُوَ لِبَاسُ التَّقْوَى And it is the libas, it is the clothing of taqwa. The adornment to adorn and dress oneself with what? With taqwa, with fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the ayah, this, the ayah goes on to say, وَلِبَاسُ التَّقْوَى ذَلِكَ خَيْرٌ And the clothing of taqwa, then that is good. The clothing of taqwa, then that is good. And again, this is this is uh, uh, ayah number twenty-six from Surah Al-A'raf, from Surah Al-A'raf. And then it doesn't uh, the Shaykh he doesn't mention the end of the ayah, naam. But we want to mention the end of the ayah uh, so that you know, the whole ayah be homework, naam. So that the whole ayah be homework. But what the Shaykh he mentioned, it ended with, and the, the, from the beginning of the ayah, up until Allah Ta'ala's statement, وَلِبَاسُ التَّقْوَى ذَلِكَ خَيْرٌ And the clothing of taqwa, of piety, then that is best. That's, that's where the Shaykh he ended. But then, there's one, one last little part that I want to recite now, just so we have it for homework, so we can memorize uh, the, the whole ayah. 
And that is Allah Ta'ala's statement, ذَلِكَ مِنْ آيَاتِ اللَّهِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَتَذَكَّرُونَ And that is from the ayat, the proof, evidences, verses, lessons, signs, revelations, etc. From Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala that they may remember. That they may remember. Naam, a'i, so that they may leave off the falsehood and thus follow the truth. Naam, so that they may leave off the falsehood and, they, and then they follow the, the truth. Naam, and again this ayah 26 from Surah Al-A'raf. This issue of the libas of taqwa is very important. It's very important, ya ibad. Because how many times do you hear, and especially from the people who are not religious, if we can use that term, the people who are not very much practicing of their religion, and they try to poke fun, or they try to make a point, and they say things like, the deen is not in the abaya, the deen is not in the khimar, in the hijab, Naam. As if to say, just because you wear the hijab don't mean you're religious. Naam. Or you find them saying things like, uh, the deen is not inside the beard. And these statements are incorrect and are foolish and, and, and nasty statements, despicable statements. But they say things like this so as to downplay, so as to downplay, uh, the hijab, so as to downplay the beard. As if to say, well, just because you dress properly, that don't make that don't make you a good Muslim. Or just because yani, you have a beard, that don't make you a good Muslim. Naam. And they're trying to say that what that the actions that uh, a person is supposed to have is that which takes precedence. But what they are neglectful to remember is that naam, the actions a person is supposed to have it does take precedence. You are supposed to adorn yourself with righteousness. You are supposed to adorn yourself with piety. You are supposed to be of those who fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is important to remember for those who cover properly that do, uh, that you have to carry yourself in a manner that is proper. You have to carry yourself in a manner that is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam, because from piety, and this is what we turn back to these individuals who try to downplay dressing properly and adorning oneself with the beard as we, as the men have been commanded. Ma'am, and not having our pants in the hellfire, meaning that they are above our ankles. Ma'am, no isbal, but our pants, they are above our ankles. This is from piety. That a person who wants to be pious, a man, when he wants to be pious, then from piety is that he dresses properly, that his pants are above his ankles, that he has the beard, that his pants they cover, uh, that his, his clothes they cover him adequately, and so on and so forth. Now, likewise for the woman from piety, for the woman who was pious and the woman who was adorning herself with the 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 the, uh, the clothing of piety, then she would wear the hijab. She would cover herself properly. She would wear the khimab. Uh, she would cover that which is she is commanded uh, that it be covered. This is from piety. This is from piety. Naam. This is from piety. So we say to these individuals that now the whole of piety is not found inside of the dress, but one being pious is not devoid from dressing properly. 
This is very important to understand. Ala kulli hal, the Shaykh Hamidullah Ta'ala, he goes on and he says, فَالرَّجُلْ وَالْمَرْأَةِ So the man and the woman, كُلٌّ مِنْهُمَا Both of them, both of them, and, 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 and you know what, I'm stressing this especially upon the men, I'm stressing this especially upon the men, because in too many places, too many of the masajid, do you find the younger boys, and even some of the older men going through what I believe to be a midlife crisis, coming to the masjid for Yomul Jumu'ah, or coming to the masjid for the daily prayers, and they walking in with skinny jeans on, they walking in with the skinny jeans on, sometimes not even fully upon their hips, and then you see them praying, sometimes, they got little short shirts on, and their back is exposed when they bend in, in areas that should not be exposed, and that no other man should ever have to see, and this has to stop, this is despicable, if you care about your salah, then you're going to dress properly, if you have fear and morality, then you have to dress properly. Naam. So we stressing this that yes, it's for the men as well. Because what is sad, what is sad and from the most, uh, yani things that really irk me and vex me is when you see a woman and she is covered with the jilbab, with khimar, mashaAllah, huh? dressed in a most appropriate manner and then standing next to her is her husband who's looking like a fool, who's looking like a chump, and he's sitting there with some skinny jeans on and some shirt and a baseball cap. A'udhu Billah. What kind what kind of message is this sending? What kind what kind of look is this? This is disgusting. This is disgusting and a man who is like that, you should be ashamed of yourself. You should be ashamed of yourself. Shame on you. And the woman who encouraging the like of that, you should be ashamed of yourself. Shame on you for not for not advising him to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For not advising him, subhanAllah, you want me to go out inside of the supermarket now and I represent Islam and you walking around looking like A'udhu Billah. Person, he see you from afar, he can't even tell that you're Muslim. But yet I'm supposed to be the one that that that, that represents the Islam. Especially in the climate in the, in, 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 that we're living in right now with the Islamophobia and things like this. This, 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 this is what you deem to be appropriate. You don't deem it to be manly to stand side by side. Now I'm proud to be a Muslim. Proud to look like a Muslim. Proud to adorn yourselves with the dress of Islam. Proud to show the world that you are Muslim and this is your Muslim family. No. You walking around looking like some kafir man, and then she has all these clothes on, na'am, and now the Islamophobic people, the people, uh, they, now they saying, look, look, you see how, you, look, you see that? You see how they oppress their women? Oh, subhanAllah. Whose fault is that? Who gave them that understanding? Who gave them that, that view? That was you, the weak Muslim man, as opposed to them seeing a family where she's covered and he's covered. She's covered and he's covered. She looks like a Muslim, he looks like a Muslim. Now they see a family, a Muslim family. So now, 
when you interact with them and you show them the good akhlaq, you show them the good mannerisms and you give to them a good word and kindness and so on and so forth. Now this becomes now da'wah, calling them to Islam. This becomes da'wah now, calling them to Islam. But when you when you run around there looking like uh, yani a chump and then your wife, she is all co- proper company, what you do is that you are reinforcing the stereotype. You are giving fuel to their propaganda. Shame on you. Fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So na'am. Na'am. We want to stress this point upon the men. The man and the woman. Both of them. So both the men. The men. Yes, you too, man. And the women. They are to cover themselves, they are to cover their private parts with clothing that is ample. With clothing that is ample. Naam. لِأَنَّ ذَلِكَ مُحَافَظَ عَلَى الْأَخْلَاقُ Because that is that which preserves the character. That which preserves the, the character, yani the way that we should be. Our character, how we carry ourselves. Naam. Our, 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 uh, I don't know how else to say it, Yanni. The character. This is what will preserve uh, the character and preserve the morals. But as far as immorality, nakedness, a person dressing in an immoral fashion, dressing naked, clothed but naked, Ma'am, they have on clothes, but the clothes got holes in it, so you see, huh, what's under it, or it's too tight, so it describes that which is uh, uh, under it, or it is sheer, so that you can see through it, and see the silhouette of that which is under it, so on and so forth. All of these things, yani, فَإِنَّهُ سَبَّبَ لِلْفَسَادِ الْأَخْلَاقِ وَضِيَاعِ الْأَعْرَابِ وَإِنْتِشَارِ الْفَاحِشَةِ Dressing immoral, improperly, all of these things, then what they do, they are cause and there are reasons for the corrupting and the destruction of a person's character and of their morals. And of losing uh, the, uh, the reputations, to destroy the reputations and to a, a, a losing of the honor, losing of the honor. And the spread of al-fahisha. And the spread of what? Of lewdness. The spread of fornication. The spread of adultery. The spread of homosexuality. The spread of lewdness. Al-fahisha. Wa'iyadu billah. Wa'idha. Wa'amma. Amma idha. Satarat al-awrat. Al-awrat. Satarat al-awrat. بالسطر يعني نعم بالسطر الذي أشر الله تعالى إليني من الرجال والنساء فإن في ذلك حفظا للفروج للفروج من الزنا واللواط والحفظا للفروج مما لا يحل مما حرمه الله سبحانه وتعالى but as far as covering the private parts as far as covering the private parts and, um, and the way in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He has guided us to 
for the men and the women. Then verily that is from the protection and the safeguarding of the private parts from fornication, from adultery, and from homosexuality. And this is a protection of the private parts from that which is not lawful, protecting of the private parts from the unlawful things that Allah has prohibited. Now, up until this point in the ayah, it is important that the men, they understand that they are to be addressed. Up to this part, we understand, the men are to understand that they too are being addressed uh, as relates to guarding of the private parts. And this is uh, going back to those ayat from Surah An-Nur. Going back to those ayat in Surah An-Nur. So the men and the women, they are both being addressed, uh, both of them, with the same command. And that is to lower their gaze and to guard their private parts. To lower their gaze and then to guard their private parts. In ayah number 31 from Surah An-Nur, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He goes on to address the women with some issues that are particular unto them. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the shaykh, He says, النِّسَاءَ And then the women, they are given a command and not the men. So the women, they are specified uh, with the address. So we want the women, yeah, now to pay attention. Because, remember, this is nasliha, this is the advice the mar'a al-muslima, for the Muslim woman. This is advice for the Muslim woman. Naam. So we want to talk about issues that are particular to the Muslim woman. Naam. So, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he goes on and he says, فَقَالْ He says, عز وجل, لَا يُبْدِينَ زِينَتَهُنَّ إِلَّا مَا ظَهَرَ مِنْهَا وَلْيَضْرِبْنَا بِخُمُرِهِنَّ عَلَى جُيُوبِهِنَّ And we spoke a little bit about this in the last class, but inshallah, we speak about it more and mention some things that were not mentioned then. Inshallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says what means? He says what means? And do not display their zina. Do not display their adornment. Ma'am? Do not display their adornment. Except for that which is apparent from it. Except from that which is apparent from it. And inshallah ta'ala, we will, the shaykh he mentions and makes comment on what this means. And tell them, and tell the believing women to draw their khumur, to draw their veils over their juyub, over their juyub. And the juyub, this is the, the bosom. To draw their veil over their the bosom. أَمَرَ نِسَاءِ الْحِجَابِ The women they have been commanded with the hijab. وَهُوَ The hijab. Uh, write this definition down. I want you to write this definition of what is hijab. الْحِجَابِ هُوَ سَتْرُ الضَّافِ 
ستر الضافي على بدل المرأة. It is a adequate covering or comprehensive covering that veils the woman's body. A comprehensive covering and sufficient covering that it veils the body of a woman. Now it covers her body. وذلك وفي ذلك نعم it covers her body and not and, men, and from that is what وجهها وكفاها وقدماها وجميع جسمي what enters into her covering her body then this would include her face it will include her hands and it will include her feet all of this is in all of this comes in uh, what has to be covered ma'am all of this comes in what has to be covered ma'am ala kulli hal so therefore the woman she is to cover what she's to cover all of her body including her face and her hands and 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 her feet wa kadhalika sha'rha and likewise she has to cover her hair and she has to cover her hair so that it's not seen from men who are not from her maharim. They're not from her close family members who can never marry her, like her father, like her brother, so on and so forth. You understand? So on and so forth. And this is important for the Muslim woman to understand this. Is that what? Is that her hair and things of this nature? Everyone is not worthy and deserving to see it. Everyone is not worthy nor deserving to see it. Because she is precious. Now, she's not cheap. She's not uh, that which carried little value. So that any and everyone could look and gaze and, and uh, uh, as they want. No. Only those special people who have been allowed and given the allowance by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then they are the only ones who have this privilege of seeing uh, her hair. They are the only ones who have this privilege of seeing her hair. And those who are not from her maharim, those who are not from her close family members, then they do not have this privilege. They are not allotted this privilege and this opportunity to see her hair. Now, and it's important that the Muslim woman, she understands this, that she's covering her hair from people who they don't deserve to see it, they are not special enough to see it, huh? for lack of a better term, uh, and and uh, and the like, because what? Because she is precious, because she is special, because she is tremendously valuable. She is more valuable than all of the jewels and all of the the uh, the the, uh, the precious metals inside of the world. And it's important that she understands that and she remembers that, and she carries herself thus. She carries herself thus. Do not cheapen yourself as these careful women have cheapened themselves. But these kind for women, they are cheap. They are on display for any and everyone to see. Now, they are cheap. They are on display for any and everyone to see. You know those cheap items inside of the supermarket, inside of the stores? The cheap items? Those items that they so cheap, like they don't even care if somebody steal it. They're the ones that you can just take it off of the shelf. They don't have no security. You know the ones that got a security thing on it? You can't even take it off the shelf. It tells you call for call an associate for help. Huh? You want, you want to get it, you got to call an associate for help because they got to unlock it just so you can even grab it off the shelf. You understand? But then you got them other items that anyone can just take it off the shelf, look at it, you know, so on and so, touch it, put it back, whatever. Don't know what? Then the cheap items. The items that got that security lock, that's the expensive stuff. 
That's the expensive items. Like, nah, you not just anybody gonna touch this. You understand? These powerful women, they cheat. They out there. Anyone can look at them. Anyone can gaze upon them. Anyone can, you know, whatever. You understand? They cheat. And this is the reality. They cheat. So, you precious Muslim women, never cheapen yourself and want to imitate some cheap chick. No. You are precious. Remember that. Remember that. Never cheapen yourself. And never fall victim to the cries of those who will call you to cheapen yourself. They cheat. They want you to be cheap. You understand? That's what it is. When they say misery love company, they cheat. They want you to be cheap. Don't cheapen yourself and, 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 and like that. You understand? If they, if they, if they, they're not guided. So they, so they have cheapened themselves. They have become, they have yeah, been exploited. So the woman, she has become a tool for advertising to sell everything. From insurance, from, yeah, uh, gum, from, from cookies, from soda, from whatever you can think about it. Now, the women, they've been, they've been, they've been, they've been exploited into that. Look at the advertising, look at the billboard stuff. They don't even go with nothing. A plumbing company. What a woman body gotta do with a plumbing company? Pipes and plumbing and this and that. SubhanAllah. They utilize a woman for that. Why? Because she cheap. She cheap. The Catholic woman is cheap. But the Muslim woman? No. She's, she's precious. She's precious. She's more precious than all the precious metals, all of the jewels in the world. She's more precious than that. She's more expensive than all of that. And so that which is expensive, what do you do? You safeguard, you protect it. If you had a diamond, you understand? And let's say you had a diamond that was the size of a coconut. No, let's do that better. Let's say you had a diamond that was the size of a watermelon. Right? You had a diamond that was the size of a watermelon. Let me ask you this. Would you let that diamond, would you just walk around the street with that diamond that anybody can see it? Huh? Would you just walk around haphazardly with that diamond? Anyone can see it? Anyone can touch it? Anyone could come over and examine it? Would you do that? No, you would not. What would you do? That diamond would be locked away somewhere with all kind of state-of-the-art security, huh? So on and so forth. I retinal scanner, huh? Fingerprint, whatever. All types of security, locks and bolts and all that type of stuff. Why? Because you understand its value. This is precious. This is ain't for anybody to come and look, look at and touch and that. This is precious. We're gonna, we're gonna safeguard this. You understand? But if you got a piece of coal, you got a piece of coal, piece of charcoal. You understand? Would you, would you, would you, would you, would you go through that, would you go through that effort and putting a piece of charcoal behind the lights of that security? No. Why? Because it's cheap. Somebody want a piece of charcoal? Here, have one. No problem. <laughs> Yours. Why? It's cheap. There's no value in that. Anyone can see it, look at it. You want to touch it? Fine. You want to take it? Take it. It's yours. I don't care. It's cheap. And like, this is like the cap for women. They like that piece of coal. Cheap. So Muslim women, remember your value. Remember your value. You understand? So that which is valued, what? You protect it. That which is valued, yeah? You protect it. And from this protection is what? It's the covering. It's the hijab. It's the hijab. Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, وَلَا يُبَدِينَ زِينَتَهُنَّ And they are, to not to, they are not to show their adornments. They are not to display their adornments. Now, لَا يُظْهِرْنَ الزِينَ they are not to show their adornments. They are not to show their adornments. And the Shaykh says, whether this is that which naturally adorns her, 
والوجه والكفين وغير ذلك and that is from her that which that that which is naturally beauty uh, be, be, natural beauty from her ma'am meaning like from her body like her face like her her hands ma'am and other than that أو زينة مصطنعة والمجلوبة and they're also not to show their manufactured beauty that which is manufactured نعم that which is يعني we'll see the Sheikh he brings examples right no uh, uh, for example كالكحل like the eyeliner. Like the eyeliner. Uh, and like the jewelry. So the jewelry, it should not be exposed. If a woman has on jewelry, earrings, whatever, it should not be exposed. Not like those Muslim women who, may Allah guide us in them, those who wear khimar and then bring their big ring circle earring and they'll pull it outside the khimar so it hangs out the khimar so she has a khimar but then you got a big earring sticking out from it Damn. Yeah, it makes no sense it's, it's silly it's, it's foolish yeah but but uh, this is not permissible if they have the earring on it should be tucked under, under the khimar it can't be seen but yeah well khidab and like the dives like the dives Damn. this too it should be covered should be covered. If a woman's hand has on it the uh, the hina, right? beautiful design and so on and so forth is adorning, she she's got to have a glove on. Yeah, she got to have a glove on anyway. Uh, but the point is, is that uh, even uh, the dyes, all that has to be covered. But this is that which is which is which is something that's, that's beautifying that it is added. It's a beautiful. It's a beautification that's added to the body. It's not a, a, a part of the body and so on and so forth. And the shade, he says, lady dalek. All of that has to be covered. The beauty that is from the body itself has to be covered, and the beauty that it is shusmo, um, the beauty that it is added to the body, like the dye, like 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 uh, uh, the, the jewelry, and that, that also has to be covered. When mara ma'mura and tastura zinataha al jismiya wa zinataha al majlu al majluba al masnu'a al tizayyanu biha fi jismiha. من الأصباغ والحلي والكحل وغير ذلك إلا ما ظهر منها. So the woman she has she she is to cover her natural beauty from her body, not her natural beauty from her body, and from her uh, and that which is added to it, artificial uh, adornments like uh, the dyes, like the jewelry, like the eyeliner, and so on and so forth, except for that which naturally appears from it. وقال الشيخ الشيخ فوزان he says وهو ثياب على صحيح he says and and that which naturally appears from it that zina that naturally appears from it then that means what that means the clothes that means the clothes that means the abaya that means that jinbab that means the clothes the 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 thiab and this is upon the correct statement upon the correct statement because there's an issue there's a there's an issue of اختلاف here but upon the correct statement what is meant by that is the ثياب is the clothing is the clothing a ظهر بنفسه ولم تظهره that clothing that يعني uh, whatever adornment comes from it is that which 
it, it came about by itself, for lack of a better term, but it's not that which was displayed. It came about by itself, but it's not that which was displayed. Man, that makes sense? Inshallah, that makes sense. Man. وَهِيَ ثِيَابٍ الَّتِي لَيْسَ فِيهَا فِتْنَةٍ And that is the thiyab that does not have fitna. That's the clothing that does not have on a fitna. Ma'am, because you can have clothing that, that has on, that's, 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 that's problematic. You understand? So the ulama, they say, what mentions, It's not permissible for a Muslim woman, right? To choose clothing or to choose colors of clothing, huh? That which will incite the desire of a person, that which will call to people. So she's not to wear clothing that, uh, although maybe covering and being and so on and so forth, but it may be provocative in its coloring. It, it, it draws the attention. It's something that is so out there that is going to draw every eye to it. That which in itself will bring to her attention and so on and so forth. You understand? These things are to be avoided. These things are to be avoided. Nor should she wear any type of clothing that the clothing within itself becomes that which draws attention to her. Meaning that the clothing within itself is that which is meant to uh, accentuate this uh, or to highlight this body part and so on and so forth. That within itself becomes defeative of the person, uh, of the purpose. Because the purpose of the clothing is to, what? Is to cover the, the body, to cover the private parts. Now, but you know that the clothing out there that I made... And, and, and they are tailored to highlight certain body parts. So it may be made to and tailored to highlight the hip area. Uh, which defeats the purpose because the purpose is to what? It's to cover the hip area so it can't be seen. You understand? They, may, they, may, they make clothing that is made to highlight the, uh, the, the rear region. Uh, but the rear region is supposed to be eh, eh, covered. That's a, not, not clothes that will accent it and to highlight it and so on and so forth. Nah. So the clothing within itself can't be clothing of fits not. It can't be the clothing of it's not. So therefore, it has to be clothing that is not provocative in its color. It has to be clothing that is wide. It is it is loose. Now it doesn't. It's, it, it's not tight. It has to be clothing that is thick enough so that the skin is not seen. So there is not a silhouette of that which is under it to be seen. Now it has to have these things so as to what. So as to cover her properly. And the clothing within itself can't be problematic. Now, so the shaykh, he says, So therefore, it is that garment that doesn't have within itself fitzna. It's not within itself a trial. It's not within itself temptation. And so on and so forth. Now, I mean, on this, Yanni, the sisters, you probably understand better than me as relates to the like of these clothing that are fitna. Now, but Yanni, I don't know then the uh, the Shaykh goes on to mention the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَلْيَضْرِبْنَا بِخُمُرِهِنْ And for them to wear their khimar, they are to wear their veils. But inshallah ta'ala, we will leave this for the next class. فَنَتَوَقَّفْهُنَا فَنَكْتَفِي بِهَذَا الْقَدَرُ وَصَلَى اللَّهِ سَلَّمَ عَلَى نَبِيِّنَا مُحَمَّدْ وَعَلَى آلِهِ وَصَحْبِهِ أَجْمَعِينَ وجزاكم الله خيرا